Welcome to the Heart to Heart Spiritual Direction Podcast with Father Michael Stalla, Spiritual Advisor of Hope's Garden. At Hope's Garden, it is all about the heart, the heart of Christ the Bridegroom, and how His love is healing our hearts, marriages, and families. You can learn more about the Bridegroom at hopesgarden.com. My name is Father Michael Stalla. I am the spiritual director of Hope's Garden. Today, we're going to talk about uh, suffering. So sometimes we find ourselves in, in a situation of true suffering. There's uh, two kinds of suffering. There's a redemptive suffering and a, a just a regular suffering. Now, redemptive suffering has to do with it is connected to Jesus on his cross, will help us to become better or help others to become better. It has this positive gift that is being offered. The death of Jesus on the cross opened up the gates of heaven for us, gave us the supreme model. But that doesn't mean that we should all just embrace suffering at all times. There are some times in which we suffer and there's really nothing we can do about it. And so I remember my grandmother with her arthritis offering it up. She didn't have the ability to fix the arthritis but she could at least join it to Jesus on his cross. And that little gift that she offered up, she felt brought meaning to it and it connected to redemptive suffering. Now, if she needed to take some medicine to relieve some of the pain, she would not have sinned in doing so. As a matter of fact, if she would have neglected her health and not done the proper things needed to heal or to uh, limit the pain, well, then we'd say, well, you're not supposed to do that. Once upon a time in the church, there was a spirituality of purposely inflicting suffering on ourselves. We would wear hair shirts or flog ourselves. This spirituality has gone to the wayside. There was a time in which this was a counteraction to a life of comfort, which was just developing as we as a church and as a world were uh, becoming more in inventive. And as the world changed so rapidly, people started aiming for comforts over spirituality. And so they embraced a severe kind of spirituality that would limit how much they were being comforted by this world. And in so doing, I don't think they did wrong, but that is not where we are today. We're in a different place. And it's not just because we're an advanced civilization. It's not exactly that. I do think there is an ability to limit our creature comforts on purpose for the sake of the kingdom. For instance, if a person, um, I could imagine fasting. Some people might want to fast. Uh, and they could say, well, I could have this food or I could have that food, but I'm going to take away the foods that are you know, very tasty and go with something that's a little bit more plain as a way of saying, I don't want to put my highest pleasures and joys in the creature comforts of this world. I want to reprioritize my heart and my mind toward the things that will last perfectly good example. That being said, we can take that to an extreme. We can start to say when people hurt us, when people are uh, taking advantage of us, when we are uh, suffering the consequences of the sins of others, we could say, well, I'm just offering it up, or I offer this sacrifice for the sake of other souls. 
this in essence is doing something very similar to my grandmother with the arthritis. If she's not doing the proper medical attention on purpose that would take care of her health needs, uh, we would say it's inappropriate. Uh, if she can't do anything about the arthritis, offer it up. But if you can, you should, because a healthy body is the, what, what the Lord expects from us. So in the case that we were describing about a person being in some way abused, uh, that, is, that is not acceptable simply to say, I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to offer it up. It's not redemptive suffering. It's just suffering. And it has uh, a meaning to it, but the meaning is very negative. The meaning is to say that somehow I don't have the value of other people. Other people don't need to suffer this, but I do. Why? I suffer this not for my own sake, not even really for anybody else's sake. The person who is perpetrating this, they're not getting better because of it. They're probably getting worse. And so there is no growth happening as a result. It is something that is avoidable. It should be stopped. If it can be stopped, it should be stopped. Uh, it's also not something that the Lord is asking us to do. In theology of the body, they really wanted to correct one of the errors that happened in the midst of that old spirituality. And that was this understanding that somehow the soul was better than the flesh. This is not exactly right. See, a human being is body and soul. They're not really separated. To separate them is a cadaver and a ghost. That's not what we're talking about. Keep the person together. It's, it's, it's a person who is entirely together, body and soul. You are responsible to take care of your body and soul. Now, your body is temporary. But nonetheless, you should take care of it. You should not make it more a higher priority than your spiritual life. But nonetheless, you shouldn't say my spiritual life is the only thing that matters. Only my soul matters. Whatever happens to the body doesn't matter. It does matter because you are body and soul. Now, to say that it doesn't matter is to diminish you as a person. If you just accept suffering and abuse to your body and your mind, for that matter, and to just say that's so acceptable, that's okay to happen, we're diminishing your value as a person. Oftentimes, this is exactly what the perpetrator of the abuse would like you to believe. But we let that go. We say, no, I am a child of God. I am, I am the, the bridegroom's love. And the bridegroom wants to, to keep us safe, wants to honor us. And so we don't allow for somebody to mistreat our bodies, our minds, or our souls. So there is a difference. Redemptive suffering is something that has a benefit to ourselves and to others. We are called to do it by God, and or we are not capable of stopping it. Suffering that's not redemptive, I could stop it, I'm not called by God to endure it. And it really has no benefit for me or anyone else. In fact, it might be harmful. So you can see the difference. I ask Almighty God to help us to take away some of that gray area. 
to help us to deal with the things we are called to deal with, to help stop sin, and to promote human dignity, including our own. Help me, Lord, to treat my body and soul as one person loved by you. Amen.